to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah, and I'm looking forward to Guy Fieri's transformation into Violent J. And I'm Chance, and Burger King tastes like burned buttholes. <laughs> They're fucking trash. Fight me. <laughs> All right, let's fight right now. <laughs> <laughs> charbroiled and ready to go. It's fucking trash. Dude, I love Burger King. See, I knew I knew this would be an unpopular opinion. I'm not mad about it. Every time I go there, it's never an enjoyable experience. Really? Not once have I ever really enjoyed Burger King. Hell to the king, brother. You gotta <laughs> take that Whopper. <laughs> I will say that anytime I've had a Whopper, it's always the sloppiest fucking thing I've ever had. Almighty. <laughs> they, they don't know how to construct it. <laughs> You can just tell, like, whoever that kid in the back just takes a fucking fistful of mayonnaise. <laughs> just just a, fucking loads it on there, uh, doesn't he? God. You pick yeah. it up, it just slides out. Well, I mean, of course, the exact polar opposite is, like, a quarter pounder with cheese at McDonald's. Yeah. That thing is just, like, a bunch of dried fucking toast. That's when I worked at Hardee's and make uh, make thick burgers. Uh, mm. That's I would do ketchup, ketchup and a pentagram uh, <laughs> because it was the perfect... It's the perfect amount of ketchup. Yeah, it's See? the perfect dis- like dispersion. You don't start it in the middle, like that bullshit, and then just, you know. Yeah. Do a little of that, and then a Z of uh, mustard. See, you had it down. Yeah, dude. It's a craft. You got to <laughs> respect it. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess as long as Burger King is paying people $8 an hour, you're not going to have a whole lot of respect <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the burgers that's they're true. making. I was 16. I really didn't give a shit, so. So, uh Yeah. Uh, well, we can get into Burger King more later. Yeah, but first up, uh, aliens are real. <laughs> <laughs> we confirmed it. Yeah, it's been officially thanks, confirmed. Thanks, Navy. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Navy. And Tom DeLong of Blink-182. <laughs> he knew all along. He did. We <laughs> thought he was crazy. He left Blink-182 to like further study it and do whatever weird shit he's been doing. Yeah, rumor has it that if you go back and listen to Blink-182 songs, there's just references to aliens in every other song. If you play them backwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're real. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Yeah, I came across this story uh, this past week. Adam's song was about (laughs) aliens. (laughs) It was not about teen suicide. (laughs) I don't know if that was too far for us to laugh about teen suicide. Oh, we're not laughing. We're not about really that. laughing about that. Well, I guess we're making no. fun of Tom DeLonge being no. weird. Fair enough. If you need help, reach out. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, this story that I came across. See, you're laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> the story that I came across last week, actually, well, just a few days ago, because today's what the 23rd. This was from the 18th. Navy confirms those UFO videos are real and never should have been released. <laughs> Wait, those, like, do they have a specific set of videos, or do they mean every video that's been released since, like, 1945? (laughs) (laughs) No, they go into detail. Those videos. It says, naval authorities call the objects in the footage, and I'm quoting here, unidentified aerial phenomena. So they're actually actually UAPs. Oh, whatever. They're aliens. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Jesus. Uh, So it says the U.S. Navy has for the first time reportedly verified the authenticity of a series of three UFO videos leaked over the past two years. 
and insists the footage never should have been made public. Wait, were they still questioning it, I guess, is why they shouldn't it, have been It says leaked? the Navy officially designates the objects contained in these videos as unidentified aerial phenomena, says Joseph Gratisher, spokesperson for the Deputy Chief of Naval, op- Naval Operations uh, for Information Warfare. Oh, God. So he told this to a place called the black vault which is a website <laughs> de- dedicated to exposing secrets and revealing classified declassified a guy from the military documents. willingly talk to somebody like yeah. that i think they're trying to throw us off the trail probably uh and but it says the statement was later confirmed um the military increasingly prefers the uap phrasing over ufo um, he says that uh, he told this black vault place that the term uap provides the basic descriptor for the site Sightings slash observations of unauthorized, unidentified aircraft slash objects that have been observed entering as and or operating in the airspace of various military controlled training ranges. Good God, that was like the most PR response I've ever heard. It was the most rambling, incoherent thing. Okay, uh, the website also reported that while the Navy now considers the footage unclassified since it was leaked, it has not yet been formally cleared for release to the public. Oh, okay. So, but apparently the, oh, hey, hey, the website actually mentions Tom DeLonge, this right here. The footage caused a sensation when the Washington Post and the New York Times, among others, revealed the video that had been contained, obtained, and released by the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. (laughs) That's the private research. To the stars. That company, this is the person that obtained the videos and released them, is the private research and media firm that was co-founded by Tom DeLonge. Right. So Tom well, is the did. one who broke this story. He did it. He knew it. He, he knew all around. So, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> basically, it kind of just describes the the video. It, it was two pilots that saw a tic-tac-shaped object that was spotted descending from 60,000 feet to 50 feet in a matter of seconds off the coast of California in 2004. Wow. So it's actually been a few years. Uh, so... Yeah, um, and he also described the size of the Tic Tac object as about the size of a football field. <laughs> what? Yeah, the pilot did. So it's kind of a pretty wild story. Another one is from a U.S. Navy Super Hornet pilot that almost collided with an unidentified flying object during a huh. mission near Virginia Beach. Ooh. So, yeah, we've got... We've got this shit going on. The Navy confirms these videos. It's got to be a. It can't be a coincidence that they just confirmed this right before the Area Fifty One raid. Yeah, absolutely. Which, okay, so by the time <laughs> that we're recording this, though, I'm going to say this lightly in quotes. Raid happened. Uh, it turns out, really, nobody showed up. <laughs> Handful of fucking people in the it, desert. It, mostly, it was just vendors trying to make a buck off people <laughs> that showed up. It was that that was peak uh, late stage and, capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> selling cheap alien t-shirts. And, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, was, I, I didn't think anybody would actually show up. I just love that the people that showed up were just fucking wild. They're out there with those signs that said "Beat Alien Cheeks." <laughs> <laughs> There's like some dude walking around with a fucking uh, aluminum. <laughs> he had like a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. Um, so uh, one thing that came out of this raid, though, is the now internet famous uh, news segment where the guy's signing off and that kid Naruto <laughs> runs in the background. 
he's he's booking it too. Dude, he was oh that that kid is he's a god now. I the only thing that went through my mind when I saw that news clip for the first time was that Jeff Goldblum quote from uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> you beautiful son of a bitch. No, not that, <laughs> that one. <laughs> the one from Jurassic Park. Reed. He goes. He did it. The crazy oh, yeah, yeah, son yeah. of a that's, bitch did it. That's what I was. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. The crazy son of a bitch did it. <laughs> Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> I think that's applicable to that yeah. situation. So one of the big things that comes out of the, the whole rage over the last few months is that all the memes, they were like, we're going to Naruto run <laughs> into the... Into area. area 51. Yeah, so there was the news segment, but this leads me into a Today I Fucked Up yes. uh, that I found on Reddit that has since been deleted. Uh, we just found out. So Assholes. Chance was able to find a uh, like an archive of it. Yeah. Um, this so, is called Today I Fucked Up by Telling the Weird Kid in School About Naruto. And you you didn't read this, did you? No, I didn't oh, read it. so fucking amazing. Because <laughs> think back to your school years. Okay. We all knew that weird kid that did shit in school. Yeah. Like, whether he was running down the hallway, mimicking an airplane. Yeah. Uh, I went to school with a kid and like, uh, it was probably middle school, so it was a little bit more acceptable. But he had a uh, police car that he would carry around. Oh. And turn the lights on and then make the noises like whoop, 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 and then like just like down the hallway. But it I was then like, this was right. in middle school. Yeah, I was like, all right, man, we're like twelve now, so like maybe maybe drop the shit, you know? Yeah. yeah but I, then I would go home and watch Dragon Ball Z because that shit was hard. But, <laughs> <laughs> Fair but, enough. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> um, oh no, I can't. I don't know who originally posted this. I'll have to look it up later. It was deleted, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it says obligatory uh, notice that this took place about five years ago. Okay. So our year in school uh, had this, what does he say? So our year in school had this one weird kid. He made weird noises, screamed, talked about Minecraft all the time, and was just a socially inept being in general. Okay. One of my classes had a group pair project. Luckily for me, I got matched with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't ignore yeah. people just because I dislike them. So I tried to uh, at least have a conversation. I asked him about anime, and he said that he only watches Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> then I started talking about Naruto. Um, I'm like personally offhand, like I'm not as familiar with Naruto. I don't even know what the fuck it is. And I tried to watch it a few months ago because I think like all like the entire series is on Netflix. Yeah, it was okay. I, I wasn't just, really I, that into it. I don't even know. I don't even know. So. It's about like ninjas and shit. Okay. So I started talking about Naruto. For a whole 20 minutes, this kid didn't say a word. He just kept staring. I presume he was fascinated. I didn't think much of it. Okay. A few weeks later, yeah. the weird kid was really into Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> he ran around screaming about the nine-tailed fox inside of him. <laughs> Then one day after school finished, he Naruto ran out of the school <laughs> screaming across the road and got smacked by a double-decker bus. <laughs> oh, my God. That took a fucking hard turn. He got smacked by a double-decker bus in the process, breaking both of his legs. <laughs> oh, my God. In front of almost every student in the school. Two weeks later, he returned to school in a wheelchair. <laughs> TLDR, I told the weird kid about Naruto. He then did a Naruto run out of school. A few weeks later, got hit by a double-decker bus, <laughs> breaking both his legs, putting him in a wheelchair. 
yeah, there was an edit, but it's not relevant. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, we'll see. Someone the comments in the screenshot say uh one says, So he's the one leading our army to Area 51. <laughs> the one below that says an unstoppable force unless the army deploys their double decker bus division. <laughs> Wait, oh, if a no. double-decker bus crashes into us, to die by your side is such a heavenly way to die. <laughs> <laughs> and if a 10-ton truck kills, <laughs> the, <laughs> kills the both of us to die by your side, well, the pleasure, the privilege is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know why he deleted that story. Maybe they thought it was just too mean because he was kind of like poking fun at the kid a little bit. Probably, because to know. be honest, if the kid was like, one, we don't know how old this kid is, so he could be like, he could be really young. You okay, know. I mean, I'll give him that, but still, um, most kids generally know not to run out into the road. Yeah, I think the original comments, someone actually mentioned that. They were like, obviously, like, his parents never taught him to fucking look both ways. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, this this week on, on the podcast, we got all sorts of weird shit happening. Oh, my God. This has I been a wild some week. Some of the best <laughs> stories this week. This has been a wild fucking week, man. Uh, not really just for me personally, but just all the news stuff I found. I found so much stuff for the podcast this week that I actually have have to just archive it and save it for yeah. later. Well, that's good though. We'll have material. This has been a weird fucking week. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> so you you found a bunch of weird. Shit I did. This week? So there's a lot of weird news going on. Uh, I'm gonna take a moment just to uh, throw a little R.I.P. in there for Sid Haig. Yeah. Uh, better known as Captain Spaulding from the loved him. House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, Devil's Rejects, and the newest one, Three from Hell. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like Rob Zombie said that Sid Haig only has like a maybe like a minute part in like it. Like a though. small part. Yeah, just because when they filmed it, yeah, I think he was... He was already sick or what? Yeah, he, he wasn't very healthy. And, oh, and he was 80, so like oh, yeah. he, he had a good run. But yeah. uh, definitely... Uh, great actor I, I loved his characters in his movies and i loved like even his old movies when he like, he was more he did a lot more back in like the 70s too oh okay so. i loved him in house of a thousand corpses yeah. Spalding. <laughs> i love did you ever did you ever have the the dvd where he had the dvd menu if you didn't pick up yeah, option, yeah, 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 yeah he like chewed your ass yeah <laughs> he's like look if you don't pick one of those goddamn options i'm gonna come over there and put my boot all up in your ass <laughs> he's like well fine Excuse me. And he goes and gets a fucking burrito and starts eating. (laughs) Y'all want some fried chicken? (laughs) I loved him in that. So uh, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and do a couple of these news articles. Uh, We'll jump into weird news this week. I don't even know what to say to reading the headline on this one. Let me move my mic a little bit here. I'm going to readjust. Uh the only thing so I can, I can do is just this. make my eyes really big and waggle my head back and forth. So uh, this comes from Newsweek. <laughs> nice, reputable source. Uh, the title of this article is Massive Semen Explosion After Blaze <laughs> Hits Bull Artificial Insemination Facility. Firefighters Forced to Dodge, quote, Projectiles. What the fuck? What kind of fucking projectiles? <laughs> Underneath it completely unrelated is like a someone pulling apart a <laughs> like a cheese stick <laughs> what the fuck newsweek 
Come on, guys. I love advertisement, man. Get your shit together. Wow. Oh, man. I know. So, (laughs) I'm just going to... I'm just going to start this one off here. Uh, this was, uh, I'm butchering this name. This is an article by uh, Ewan Palmer. Okay. This is on the 17th of September, 2019. A huge fire at a cattle breeding facility in Australia has caused thousands of dollars in damage after at least 100 cylinders containing bull semen were destroyed. <laughs> Emergency services were called to the blaze in the early hours of Yarm, Yarm Herd Services in Gippsland, Victoria. Where the fuck is that? Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> According to ABC, it took 10 fire crews more than two hours to fully extinguish the fire after it broke out around 3 a.m. local time. A spokesman from the Country Fire Authority told Daily Mail Australia that the fire had completely shredded the building. Oh, Oh, Country that's... Fire Authority Gippsland Commander Chris, I'm not even going to say that name. Holy shit, that's long. We'll call him Chris. Yeah, <laughs> said the crew had to be uh, had to be weary of the projectiles coming at them while they tackled the blaze. What? The liquid inside the cylinders was rapidly expanding, and essentially the lids of the cryogenic cylinders were just popping off the top, and projectiles were being thrown from the building. <laughs> so you've got bull semen covered, like vat lids flying at you that are also on fire that's uh, probably like one of the worst days you could ever have yeah just it's raining semen <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. okay no, uh so says so, so firefighters went into a defensive mode initially to protect themselves <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're probably duck and cover <laughs> To make this even better, it's in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Just from a, from a distance, I can imagine. Like, Look out, Randy! <laughs> <laughs> it comes flying at you. <laughs> gotta uh, gotta get the umbrellas here. It's uh, coming down from the trees now. <laughs> They're interviewing them on site. <laughs> Well, uh, the only thing I can say now is it stinks real bad, and it's uh, it's a big sticky mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a couple of days of cleanup here, but uh, it's probably good for the soil. If anything, <laughs> it's uh, the one good thing that comes out of it. Fucking uh, <laughs> Australia's always so like upbeat about everything. <laughs> you know they were laughing their asses off. This is happening too. <laughs> More like a cum drop. Oh! Woo! So, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, where did this? Oh, so they went into a defensive mode to protect themselves because there were also LPG cylinders at the neighboring property, and they did a magnificent job. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Chris <laughs> added that he has never had quote anything to do with the artificial insemination side of things before uh, during his career. Uh, let's see. The chairman, uh, vice chairman Aaron Thomas, said the loss of 100 cryogenic cylinders of cattle semen will be a huge blow to the farmers. <laughs> oh, got him. The actual cylinders are worth between $500 and $1,000 per unit, but the semen inside them varies in price. What the fuck is going on over here? Uh, it's the semen business, bud. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like we got to get into some of this. I love that there's a fucking CEO, like chairman and CEO of 
a place that warehouses and stores bull semen. Hell yeah. Like, that's a great thing to put on your resume. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Work will come. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We're coming into the AI. (laughs) AI seasoning. Uh, season so artificial insemination. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I was like artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does semen have to do with artificial intelligence? Skynet, man. Dude, you hybrids. Mix, you mix semen and uh, nanobots. Hybrids. It's done, dude. That's the Matrix. That's how those things in the Matrix <laughs> came to be. <laughs> so there would have been a substantial amounts of semen inside the tanks that we've lost, which was owned by our local farmers, and it can range in value from five dollars per straw to ninety-five dollars per straw. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Thomas said the farmers have also lost a lot of equipment as a result of the fire, so this is significant damage. It's going to have a, f- a flow-on effect on Yarum, especially after the drought that Yarum district has experienced over the last twelve months. Like a like a semen drought, or just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just an overall. Oh man, too many jokes in this one. Earlier, uh, earlier this year, ABC reported that farmers in Gippsland were losing as much as seventy percent of their regular income due to a lack of rainfall and weeds, causing what is known as a green drought. Okay, a green drought is a drought that in the winter time where we have a green cover, but there's no actual growth coming from any desirable pasture species. Oh, Explained Rodwell's cells ag- agronomist. Casey Willis. Whoa. Uh, a lot of what's being grown in paddocks at the moment is weeds, and they have little to no nutritional value for stock. Oh, well, so Australia's having a problem. Oh, my God. It just keeps going. Jeez. That, that was... All right, that was it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I I really do like that he even threw, like, a blow. Yeah, it's going to be a massive there. blow. Like, you know, he, he could have been like, we're losing loads of money oh. on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So, <laughs> this is going to be a Jesus. fucking weird episode. I'm so excited for people to hear this. <laughs> uh, so that was one uh, one weird news article. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to read you the headline. It sounds like if you read the headline, it sounds like you already have some sort of idea, but I didn't when I went into this. Okay. Uh, so this is from CNN Health. Um this was updated September 20th, 2019. Thousands of fetal remains found in a doctor's Illinois uh, garage date to 2000, authorities say. He's just got like buckets of them or what? He's got, um, we'll get into it, but he had uh, like biohazard bags filled with fetuses and like bones and remains. Why? Uh, he was a doctor that performed abortions and uh, disposed illegally. He didn't really dispose of anything. He decided to keep them? I guess so. Yeah, something about like the disposal process. He didn't follow it. He just like, I guess maybe he didn't want to pay the shit. I don't know. What the fuck? So, uh, reporting from CNN, it says the 2,246 fetal remains found in the Illinois garage of Dr. And this dude sounds like a fucking Frankenstein. Like <laughs> Dr. Ulrich Knopfler. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. dude, he was definitely doing something. This month are from abortions he performed between 2000 and 2002 when he operated clinics in Indiana. Uh, Knopfler died on September 3rd, and his family was going through his belongings at his home in Will County, about 45 miles from Chicago, when they found the medically preserved remains. 
how bad do you feel for that family when they're like, oh, dad passed away. And We've got to go through his stuff. you got to yeah. go through all that. And then you find a bunch of fucking fetuses. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. That's messed up, man. Sure. What if you found some like weird like sex dungeon stuff? Okay. He Fine. had some weird fetish. No. You a garage have... full of fetuses? Yeah. That's that's movie material. Yeah. I that's... sci-fi. Here's a shout out to you. I better get fucking fetus NATO next year. Or... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just when I thought we couldn't get any more offensive. <laughs> What's offensive about it? Fetus <laughs> I'm talking about them, like the thing. I'm not talking about the process of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they were inside small sealed plastic. If you can't laugh at this shit, like come on. <laughs> they were inside small sealed plastic bags that contained a chemical used to preserve biological material. Will County Sheriff Mike Kelly told reporters at a news conference Thursday they were in boxes that were mixed in with other storage boxes. I can tell you the 31 years I've been doing this job, I've never seen anything like this ever. Mm-hmm. It is a strange one of those once-in-a-lifetime things, he yeah, says. I'd say so. Uh, Nopfer operated three abortion clinics in South Bend, Indiana, before his license was suspended in 2015. Oh. County officials estimated how long the remains had been preserved, but did not provide detail on how they determined they were they determined they were from nearly two decades ago. The condition they are in, it is clear that they are older, said James Glasgow, Will County State's attorney. Knopfler did not follow Indiana law for disposal of the fetal remains and the filing of the proper paperwork. Oh, okay. The remains will be transferred to the custody of the Indiana Attorney General. An attorney representing the doctor's family called the Will County Coroner's Office on September 12th to inform the family that they had discovered what appeared to be the remains of fetuses and asked for assistance in removing them. The Will County Sheriff's Officer said, Detectives arrived at the address at the coroner's office, took the remains. The family is cooperating with the investigation. Okay. Uh, and it kind of goes on, um, and it does talk about, like, they're going to, I guess, maybe try to identify if they can, like who they belong to, just so like, or at least let the families of anyone who went to him, you know, know, so they'll have some closure. Um, uh, my my big kind of question regarding here the family that just found all of this, you know, it says that they contacted the such and such county coroner's office. Right. How long did it take to decide who do we call about all these thousands of fetuses in the garage? I mean, I'm assuming you just call nine one one. I mean. What? How does that operator feel? Like nine one one? What's your emergency? I found fetuses in the garage. <laughs> like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with that. It's gonna be a heavy day, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, speaking of body parts. Yeah. Well, hopefully those families can get some closure. Like that is really fucking horrible. We're gonna take another fucking hard left turn into all sorts of fucking weird now. Oh god. So I'm we've already looking. talked about bull semen and fetuses and aliens and Area 51. This and... is probably the episode that'll make or break our fans. <laughs> <laughs> we may lose some listeners after this one. <laughs> we, we never said this was gonna be pleasant at all times. No, that's no. Um so there's a pretty famous story. This has even been, you know, people have read about this on the news. They've done stories about this particular guy. Uh, but he, if you're familiar with Reddit, Reddit also has a thing on here called Ask Me Anythings. So you, 
people who say like AMAs. Yeah, AMAs. So like it could be a politician and they might say like, hey, I'm such and such person. Ask me anything. And they will respond to questions on Reddit. Well, uh, this guy said, hi, all. <laughs> I, fucking letter. I am a man who ate a portion of his own amputated leg. That's Ask me anything. I don't. Uh. So <laughs> he explains. He says, so the quick and dirty. Uh, about two years ago, I was hit on my motorcycle. They salvaged my foot, but I would never be able to walk on it. I then elected to have it amputated. I asked the doctors if I could keep it. So I signed some papers. I got it back. And with the help of some friends, cooked a fortune, a portion of my tibialis anterior. Proof, foot tacos. More proof, me and my stump. Wait, did he, was there a picture? If you really want to see a picture of his foot, you can see it. You see, I mean, you showed me a picture of You can that. see the finished product of the tacos. Do they look delicious? Not really. He he kind of fucking sucks also, at making tacos. Also, what is what does human meat look like cooked? Okay, hold on. Just looks like some fucking al pastor tacos, but he sucks at making tacos. And the guy in the background wearing a shirt that says, Mmm, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I just um and their faces covered because no one wants to be identified. <laughs> I love that he got a group of friends together to make foot tacos. Bro, that looks gross. Like, yeah, he that, doesn't know how to make tacos. That meat looks disgusting. I mean, seriously, if if I'm going to cook... Look at that fat. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. <laughs> if I'm going to cook my own goddamn oh. foot, I'm at least going to make some good-looking tacos out of it. I mean, it looks like... It looks like regular meat. I mean, if you want to see just the meat, like in a much better lit situation, you're welcome to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, you is really... There a, is there a picture of his foot? <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking picture of him with his foot inside yeah. of a flower basket thing. Yeah, let me see that. I mean... Wait. <laughs> Bro, that does not look edible. Well, yeah, it's all like... Oh, wait. Is that after he made tacos out of it? No, <laughs> that's before he cut up that the... That cannot be good for you. It, probably not. Maybe fresh human meat, but <laughs> this foot is white. Like... <laughs> like... Like snow white. <laughs> he's got it in like a nice little basket of flowers in it to like send it off, you know? Like he's like it's going to be a gift for like Valentine's Day. I mean... Dude, yeah, that's gross, man. Yeah, I mean, he did. He did. They comment on how it tasted. Okay, uh, people asked him questions because this wasn't ask me anything, right, right, right. of course. So, uh, of course, the the top question uh, was uh, why. <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah. He just said, "So my friends and I always had this joke that if you could try human flesh in an ethical and healthy way, would you?" And we always said, of course we would. Well, the opportunity came up, and I called them out on it. So. Okay. Um, it's actually kind of great, because the guy who posted this, his Reddit username is Incredibly Shiny Shart. <laughs> but the one. second top question on the Ask Reddit AMA was by user named Taco Feet. No said, way. So do you want to trade usernames or what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, got him. So yeah, um, this dude 
made tacos out of his own foot. Bro, that's oh. No yeah, way. they did it. They did ask him. They said, "You said you only invited people that you knew really well. Did you feel? Did that feel like an intimate thing? Having people eat what was once a part of you?" And he said, "It really was. There were some people very dear to me there who supported me through that time and whose friendship I will forever cherish." Well, you got a weird group of fan, friends. <laughs> Man, oh gosh. That's just... I, just, I can't even, They said, did you pair yourself with a red or a white wine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, my, friend, uh, oh, my friend yesterday, I was telling him about this story, and he said, he said why didn't he make taquitos oh. out of his foot? Toes. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Taquitos. <laughs> uh, and they just said, like, how did you tell people that you were going forward with this plan? Like, send out an Evite or something? <laughs> like it's a got like a, It's got, like, a shitty, like, <laughs> Microsoft, like, foot that just kicks back and forth. Uh, I feel like there's <clears throat> a footloose joke in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't figure out. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that happened. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that happened. It was absolutely insane, though. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe that was, that's, that was really a thing. That's disgusting, dude. <sighs> yeah. Um, so since we're gonna keep going on with body trauma, yep. <laughs> I've got a, <laughs> I've got a great, really great TIFU for us this week. Okay. Um, this was posted five days ago by user Oops My Butt. <laughs> Oops My Butt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oops, my butt. It's so appropriate. Uh, now oh, this is this is a callback to last week, right? Or uh, a week couple before? weeks ago, uh, hunk of hunk of burning buttholes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, this one is today. I fucked up by burning my own asshole into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> says uh there's a tldr at the bottom this happened a few days ago throw away because i don't need this stuff attached to my main account uh says i'm traveling for work right now i'm a nervous flyer a very nervous flyer whenever i fly i get anxious for days before the day of i almost get a very upset stomach which evolves into some really gross bathroom situations i think you get the idea right so after a day or two of nervous shitting my hole was really royally royally raw it hurt to even sit down regularly. So I decided I needed to get some hemorrhoid cream to help it feel better. This isn't anything new for me, since I always get like this when I travel. So I walked down to the hotel gift shop and picked up a bottle of hemorrhoid cream to soothe my aching butt. I get back up to my room and go into the bathroom to get to work. I opened the tube, gave myself a generous amount of ointment on my fingers, and rubbed it all around. I usually need a good amount to feel any relief, so I applied it well. I even pushed some inside to make sure I was really all covered. It only took about five seconds or so for me to question all of my life's decisions. (laughs) My asshole was now on fire. From a hemorrhoid cream? At first, I thought it was just a stinging feeling. No, this was no stinging. This was much, much worse. This was hot flames culminating directly from the inside of your body. This was placing a hot curling iron right up your own asshole. Was it icy hot? I immediately, I immediately tried to wipe it away, but the burning continued to get worse and worse. Because you jammed it in your butthole. Yeah. It got so bad, I started to scream and groan. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and shuffled myself with my pants around my ankles from the toilet <laughs> over to the sink. I grabbed a wet washcloth, soaked it in cold water, all the while screaming my head off in pain. I took the cold washcloth and pushed it right up into my butt. No. Worked it around. <laughs> like a like a magician's ribbon. <laughs> I thought it might I thought I might pass out. It was so so terrible and I had to keep getting the washcloth colder and reinserting it to make oh, any no. sort of a difference. After about 10 minutes of violating myself with a washcloth, I finally felt okay to walk back over and take a look at the bottle of ointment I purchased. It was not hem- henroid cream. Uh no, it was not. It was Ben Gay. Yeah. Extra soothing, extra menthol Ben Gay. Ooh. Apparently in my haste to get some release Relief. I mistook the analgesic, analgesic term for analgesic and just went to town. Uh, this was three days ago, and my butthole still feels like I gargled, gargled it with Listerine. <laughs> uh, TLDR, fresh. I bought what I thought was hemorrhoid ointment, was really menthol pain relief gel for sore muscles, slathered, slathered it in and around my asshole, and still feel the burn three days later. Uh, the top comment by uh, user Thunder Cookies. <laughs> Said, Damn it. said, it's like your ass smoked at Newport. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, worse yet, a cool. Cools, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that that should have. This person should have done this earlier, so I could have had it on a couple oh weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, s- sticking around with uh with the genital region. I have. <laughs> Since we only talk about dicks and butts and semen and... Well, we talked about a foot today, so we yeah, went a little we further south. We'll, we'll cover the whole body at some point. At some point. We'll get slim there. good body, dude. <laughs> this was a TIFU uh, posted by a user Sock Eating Dryer. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, eight days ago is today I fucked up by going underwear shopping with my husband. Uh, it says, so my husband's underwear was getting kind of ragged. <laughs> So we went to the mall to get him some new boxers. We decided to look at some different brands, so we were perusing the boxer section to see what he wanted to get. Now, my husband likes boxers that have the flap that lets you stick your dick out to piss without having to pull down the waistband. I don't know if there's an official term for it, but I'm calling it the dick hole. (laughs) While looking at the packages, my husband comments that because the underwear models are wearing black boxers, it makes it difficult to tell if the dick hole does in fact exist. (laughs) He passed the packages to me. If they're normal boxers, then of course. Yeah, he passed the packages to me to see if I could discern if said dick hole is present. After a few minutes of carefully scrutinizing the crotches of a bunch of underwear models, I turn to my husband and yeah, and go, yeah, I don't think these packages have the dick hole. <laughs> Except it wasn't my husband standing there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was some old lady. Oh, no. Probably a grandma buying underwear for a teenage grandson with a new horrified look on her face, which I pres- presume was <laughs> because she had been... the dick hole. Which I presume was because she'd been watching me stare at the crotches and then commenting loudly to her about their dick holes. (laughs) I ran away and found my husband not too far away. After telling him what just happened, he laughed at me. I recommend (laughs) he stick with his current brand. TLDR, looking for dick holes. (laughs) (laughs) That was too good, man. So, yeah, uh, I just, I really liked that one. Looking for tickles. 
<laughs> so I uh, I saw something weird on uh, online today. There was a post on a Facebook group for like things that happen in Vegas. Oh shit! <laughs> and I couldn't find it because my phone is acting like a piece of shit. But someone posted a guy <laughs> got arrested, uh, passed out on a bench near a middle school. <laughs> There was a picture. It's this dude. He's passed out. He could have been dead. He was like, like not backwards passed out, but forward. So he's laying so on his, his face. Well, he's sitting. Oh, okay. So he's his, like slumped over. Kind of. So his he's slumped over, but like fully. So his head is actually between his knees. Awesome. And his arms are over his knees, like just flopped. Uh, yes. Also pants around the ankles. Oh, shit. <laughs> like his underwear was still up. So... But his pants were down, I guess. They looked bigger than he was, so they probably just... Fell? Yeah. But he was just sitting there, passed out, slumped over completely. But the funniest thing is there's two cops in the picture. (laughs) Both of them are just kind of like head cocked to the side, like hand on hip, like... (laughs) 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 It was too Um, good, man. Yeah, you, you. So we've got our own Vegas man running around. Yeah, now. Vegas man exists. Also, do we call him listening? Vegas man? Because I, I don't know if we can really call him Nevada man because there's like Florida man. Yeah, but it's got to be Vegas man because Vegas is just full of weirdos. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're listening to this and you're in Vegas, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> people getting murdered. I think we already talked about this, but yeah, people but, getting straight murdered in the city. Yeah, I don't Dude, know. Like. Uh, like attempted kidnappings and shit happening like every day. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be careful, man. I don't know if it's necessarily that like Vegas is any worse than any other city. I just no, think that just we keep... happen to notice it because we live here. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure if we really dug into it, we'd find some crazy fucking stories. From... Yeah, statistically, more people, more, more crazy shit yeah, that's gonna happen. Stuff. Of course, we do have that like underground tunnel that like all the rat people live in. Yeah, though. Yep, I've seen those so. documentaries. So, yeah, we've got that. Yeah. So I guess as long as your city has something like that, you're kind of asking for some also, weird shit to this happen. This is weird. I was, uh, where was I coming from the other day? Oh, uh, I think I was coming from my doctor's office, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I saw two guys, separate incidences, um, walking down the street. One guy was flexing on no one. Like, like he was. Yeah. Like <laughs> he was walking down the side of the highway, uh, just flexing, and like he was like. And he looked like he was talking very aggressively. And I was like, oh, shit. And as I passed him, I was like, who's he about to fuck up? No one. There was there was no one around. Uh, and I was close enough where I could look. And I was like, well, maybe he's, like, listening to something, just getting pumped. No earbuds. Uh, nothing. He's just. Just a. Just he was a, just, like, punking yeah, nobody. Yeah, he was just punking nobody. And, like, <laughs> he, like, he looked like he was mouthing. And, like, had his, had his like, fist clench, you know, like, fuck you, motherfucker. And then he was just like, yeah, and like did it like a couple times. And I was like, what <laughs> Made is you flinch? Doing? Yeah. He's like, you, you flexing on ghosts, bro. <laughs> uh, and then when I got home, I had to go back out for something. And I was coming back. And there was a guy like shadow boxing on the corner. And like he wasn't at the at the stop. I thought he was just going to walk out in the traffic. And he was just like, <laughs> like just throwing punches. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, that reminds me of this dude that I saw walking down the sidewalk. Uh, we were on our way to, I think, go get breakfast or something one morning. Yeah. Going to a diner. And there was just this dude, and he was decked out in, like, 90s rave gear. Okay. 
you know, like, like some the, like big pants. Yeah, or? like the big ass pants, but it was all black. Like like goth rave. Yes. Or okay. Yeah. Yeah, like goth rave. So excited for this. Yeah, and he was de- he had the big old pants, you know, and like the boots with all the buckles and <laughs> shit all over him. Straps on his pants. Yeah, uh, but he didn't have like he just had a a wife beater, but a black one. Okay. And then he had like fingerless gloves on his hands. And uh, he had headphones on, like big ones, like we use here in the studio, like yep. these. He had a pair of these on, and he also had a pair of, well, they were custom goggles. Like, <laughs> Around his neck? No, on his fucking face. Oh, yeah. They were like the size of those big-ass safety goggles you had to wear in, like, science class. Mm-hmm. Huge, but they were black, and they had, like, spikes and shit coming off of them. And the dude, then he had, like, the Neo Matrix sunglasses on, like the stupid round ones with no frame right. on them. Wait, he had those over the goggles, or yes, like above the goggles. They oh, were okay. perched on top, gotcha. like he was wearing the goggles, and they were perched up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So he had these goggles on, but all of that was enough for him to just be weird. Yeah. But he was walking backwards, <laughs> just fucking cruising down the sidewalk, just backwards. Dude, whatever he was listening to, was fire. Probably just, nine inch nails. I mean, or he was just—he acted like it was just no big fucking deal to be walking backwards it's down just the sidewalk. Fucking industrial. <laughs> He's so industrial that it's actually just like recorded sounds from inside of a factory. It's, <laughs> it's not even music. You just hear like like, like machines going off. <laughs> Occasionally somebody's like, Derek! <laughs> Bring it around! <laughs> just chains clanking yeah, He was just shit. cruising backwards and like some lady like jogs by him and he's like, hey, like waves to her. Just like it's just a normal fucking thing to be walking yeah. around with spiked goggles on walking backwards. Hey, you do you, man. Yeah, I mean, sure. As long as you ain't hurting nobody. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess speaking of these weird people and we were talking about Vegas, man, um, I actually came across a couple really, really great kind of related um, Florida man stories right. from from the past week. Like I said, this has been a weird fucking week. Apparently, Florida <laughs> is just going nuts this week because I saved like eight Florida man stories this week. Oh, my gosh. So, either way, uh, I'll start off with this one. A Florida man was arrested after throwing an alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. <laughs> I feel like it really sounds familiar. Did we talk about that one before? No. No, that's new, right? No. Yeah, we haven't talked about this. I mean, we've talked about meth gators and other oh, types yeah. of alligators. But, no, um... Authorities in Florida have arrested a man accused of throwing a live alligator through a restaurant's drive-through window. Uh, investigators identified Joshua James of Jupiter, Florida, <laughs> Jupiter. as the man who tossed the three and a half foot reptile <laughs> into Wendy's last fall, according to a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission incident Was report. Was his mouth taped or anything? Or? Uh, I don't believe so because I think there's a picture of it. Oh, okay. Uh, he faces three charges related to the incident. <laughs> aggravated assault with a deadly weapon <laughs> unlawful sale possession or transporting of an alligator and petty theft uh, James 24 was taken into custody and booked into the Palm Beach County Detention Center on Monday the driver wearing a baseball hat backwards arrived at the drive through window to receive a large drink just before 1.30 a.m. on October 11th now this was about a year ago what was the petty theft for? Uh, I'm, I guess we'll get to that, according to the surveillance footage. Uh, this is Joshua James's booking photo, in case you just really want to see what he looks like. He reminds me of a dumber-looking James Vanderbeek. He does. Doesn't oh he my. look like James Vanderbeek with that yeah. big old fucking head? Just br- like brown hair. Yeah. 
So it says, while the attendant had her back to the window and is at the register, the male driver then reached across the inside of his vehicle in the passenger area and then throws an alligator from his vehicle into the drive-thru window. <laughs> A photograph in the, in the report shows the American alligator flat with its legs splayed on the fast food restaurant's kitchen floor. An officer responding to the incident captured the alligator, taped its jaws shut for safety, so no, it was not taped. He threw like a live, untaped alligator <laughs> through the window. Uh, so they <laughs> arrived, taped its jaws shut for safety, and then released it into a nearby canal after untaping it. Huh. Uh, an average female American alligator grows to just over eight feet in length, so this one was still pretty, pretty, baby. pretty young. Uh, either way... The officer v- later viewed surveillance footage from, ad- from an adjacent gas station, which shows what appears to be the same driver acting suspiciously <laughs> minutes before the incident. Hey, that guy's got an elk here. <laughs> this says, this is what they viewed on the thing that when they said he's acting sp- suspiciously, the driver exited his vehicle by pulling himself up and out of the window of his door instead of opening the door itself. <laughs> And the invest the investigator notes adding that the driver and a passenger later continuously look through the driver's side window at something inside. So this thing has the been alligator. in the yeah. Once approached once a- approached by the authorities, James admitted to having picked up the alligator along the side of the road on the way to Wendy's <laughs> and throwing the alligator through the drive through window. Um, a judge on Tuesday ordered James to stay away from all Wendy's restaurants. To avoid possessing any weapons and to get a mental health evaluation. Wow. Uh, and also, they want they are going to limit his contact with animals, including <laughs> his mother's dog. Wow. Uh, so, apparently, his James's parents describe him to the TV station as an outdoorsman and a harmless prankster, adding that uh, he viewed famous crocodile hunter and conservationist Steve Irwin as an idol. Oh, of course. We all do. Yeah, sure. Um, so, they... Th- they told the station that they thought their son was pranking the w- Wendy's employee. I mean, it's not necessarily a, a, a prank if you actually. The mom said, he's a prankster. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> She's like, oh, he does that all the time. I held a grudge against somebody for throwing a bug at me for a long time. Because <laughs> I don't really like a lot of bugs. Yeah. He threw a bug at me. That's true. Yeah. So I punched him in the dick like weeks later. Did you? Yeah. I told him. <laughs> After he threw the bug at me, I said, I'm I'm going to sack tap you at some point. <laughs> so I waited like three or four weeks. <laughs> Did it. And then got him. Got him. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, dude threw, the, threw that through the drive-thru window. Going off of the, uh, the drive-thru window thing, though, a, this, was, this is what I pulled up here, is a drunk Florida man tries to use a taco as his ID after his car <laughs> catches fire at Taco Bell. Wait, what? <laughs> instead of like, instead of like, Mr. Washington says otherwise, he yeah. just slides a fucking taco. <laughs> uh, does says, this change uh, your mind? This is from the Miami Times. Uh, tacos are not recognized as legal forms of identification in the state of Florida. <laughs> are they anywhere else? <laughs> I don't know. I want to live there. Says Matthew Faulkner found out the hard way after he passed out drunk in the drive-thru of a Jensen Beach Taco Bell and his car caught on fire. I don't even know what happened. The incident occurred in the early morning morning of October 1st, so this is actually about a year old again. But the dude, uh, Faulkner 30, had apparently decided to make a run for a fourth meal after downing some beers. 
and he somehow made it all the way to the fast food joint in his Chevy pickup, placed his order, received his taco before falling asleep. <laughs> the Taco Bell manager had to call police because Faulkner was out cold at the pickup window and holding up customers behind him. Clearly, this was not a victimless, victimless crime, and our hearts go out to the hungry folks who had to wait so long for their late-night munchies. <laughs> Uh, a deputy awoke Faulkner and then asked him for his ID. Faulkner said no before reaching into his bag and presenting the officer with a taco. Another deputy clarified that they were asking for an ID, not a taco. Not a taco. Faulkner then chuckled and began eating the taco. What? <laughs> the deputies then noticed that Faulkner had fallen asleep with his foot on the accelerator while his truck was in park. The engine had caught on fire because he was... He was, like, redlining it for this whole time, and fire extinguishers were used to put it out. His blood alcohol content was between .227 and .225, according to a breath test. That's three times the legal limit, and he was hauled off to jail on DUI charges. Uh, No word on the fate of the taco. (laughs) On the fate of the taco. That's what the news article said. What? Uh, So, yeah, that was... That all right. It's been a wild fucking week, man. Jesus. I mean, I've got some other stories. I think I'll save them for. Yeah, going we should. Forward. We should save them for next week. Because I've got some other really good ones. Because this has been a wild fucking week. What you got for me? So, this uh, dove into this one a little bit more. But uh, did you know that Sonic the Hedgehog apparently has a full name? <laughs> okay, so we're going off of like. What was his Horatio? Horatio Magellan Crunch. Yeah, for Captain Crunch. So he has a full name like that. Uh, yeah, amazing. Uh, kind of. So uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's full name is, and I may mispronounce this because it's uh, Ogilvie. Ogilvy? Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Ogil Ogilvy Maurice Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck comes up with these things? I don't know, but it's not because uh, I was like, oh, this sounds really made up, uh, and I looked, and I guess. It's not necessarily canon to the video games, but they introduced him in a comic as Ogilvy yeah, Maurice. Yeah, like it Hedgehog. came up as like, but he's AKA Sonic. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> Good God, this has been a weird fucking episode, just from start to finish. Yep. Oh, that was that was really fucking weird. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.